Friend, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? If so, Spotify's got a platform that lets you make and start a podcast so easily and then distribute it everywhere and even earn some money. It's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. And then you can distribute it wherever podcasts are heard. Even video podcasts are available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. But best of all, it's totally free and there's no catch. Ever since we've been using Spotify for Podcasters at A Wife Like Me, we've been able to triple our reach, reaching wives across the globe. And it's so simple. Again, we do this right from our computer. And again, you can do it from your phone. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or just go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters. Again, www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Is it actually possible to love your body and to believe that your body is good today as it is? Oh, friend, you are in for a treat. We have the amazing Jennifer Taylor Wagner with us. She is the author of Your Good Body. And her insight and wisdom, it's not just something she talks about. She has gone through quite the journey and she's learned how to actually live enjoying your body and believing your body is a good body today. She talks about how we can be kind to our bodies and listen to our bodies and then actually love our bodies well and believe our bodies are good. So you are in for a treat. Um, you can find Jennifer Taylor Wagner at jennifertaylorwagner.com. She's linked in the show notes. Friends, listen in. You're going to love our time together with Jennifer. Hey, everyone. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to Together with a Wife Like Me. I'm Amanda, and it is so good to be with you all. We're, we're in for a treat. You have maybe, if you listen to the Wife Like Me podcast, you've maybe heard Jennifer. She's been with us before. And you, I know that some of you have because you've messaged me and emailed me and love her message. We are diving into her book, Your Good Body, Yay. but welcome. The reason we're, we're talking about this tonight is because you have a whole chapter about really like our body image, vulnerability, intimacy in marriage. Yeah. Like our, our bodies, how it affects, like what we're thinking, how we view our body, how that affects intimacy in marriage. And so that's what we're going to dive into tonight. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm so here for it. I know. So uh, yeah, uh, why don't you just introduce yourself for those of us here who aren't familiar with who you are? Sure. I am Jennifer. You can just call me Jen. Jennifer Taylor Wagner. I am, I'm just me, regular old person <laughs> and the author of Your Good Body. I also have a podcast we started last year called Your Good Body as well. And so my main thing is just literally to help us women to see our bodies, not only just to see our bodies in a positive light, but to have a better relationship 
with our bodies so that we can feel good living in our bodies because we live in these bodies, right? We're, we're not our body, but we live in a body and this is the body we're going to live in for the rest of our days on earth, right? So my big goal, my big, what I do is just to really help us to feel at peace with this body that we live in. So there's a lot of backstory, but that's just, that's me and what I do. Yeah. And it's so needed. It's yeah. so needed. Yeah. And I was just talking with a mom the other day about this. And we were talking about your book, talking about that we were going to have you on on Sunday. And I was saying one of the things that like, I, I don't care what, like whatever, whatever body type we have, whatever we, anything we, I think we all to some degree struggle with this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it looks different for each of us in different ways and different yeah. seasons. And so I'm just like, in, in the way that this book helped me honor, move toward honoring my body, like mm-hmm. your book is a huge turning point for me. So yeah, I'm like personally awesome. so grateful to you for sharing your message. But why don't you just tell us a bit about what it felt like being you, like what led to you writing your good body? Because prior to a transformation, not even a bodily transformation, but a transformation in your heart and in your mind, you life felt a certain way, it looked a certain way, and then something changed and it led yeah. to writing the book. Do you want to tell us about that? Absolutely. My whole life really led up to writing Your Good Body. And I really look back now and I just see that I have always been a person who has not been at peace with my body. And not only that over the years. So backstory is I grew up in a body that was larger than the majority of the bodies around me. And many, 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 many people for many, 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 many years told me about my body being too large and that I just needed to do what I needed to do to lose weight. And like, basically that I was taking up too much physical space in the room. And so when you're walking through all of your formative years, literally since kindergarten, with this message being told to you directly and indirectly that your body is too large, then by the time I graduated high school, 336 pounds, completely tired on the inside, completely tired on the outside, I really had reduced myself to the appearance and size of my body. Like I really truly believed that. I really moved through life feeling like everyone was evaluating me based on whatever their perception of my body might be. And I carried that belief for a really long time. Even after, here's a really big thing, after I lost a massive amount of weight. So I lost half of my body weight and still carried after the weight loss, this belief. And I truly believed all the way deep down, as much as I didn't want to believe it, I carried this belief that that there was nothing more to me than the size of my body, even to the extent of everyone's now cheering me on saying, Jennifer, you look so great. You've worked so hard. Well done. But it's still, and they don't mean to, so I'm not like criticizing anyone for saying that, but it's still reducing me to the size of my body. So where it was the size of my body being too large before, now it's now my body's more acceptable. Mm-hmm. It's just this message of everyone's looking at your body, you know? And I think a lot of us feel that way, but for different reasons. Like not everyone has my like massive body story, but I share all of that and how I've been every size. And I, I even lost the weight like we all want to do, right? 
And it was just, I was still so critical of my body. So that is what led me to realizing the transformation that really needed to take place at that point was not really a physical transformation at all. At that point, it was like, no, I've got to transform what's going on in my mind and in my heart because I am riddled with body anxiety, just constantly thinking about my body. And so I started writing the book and this was probably, what is it, like seven years ago now when I first, first started writing the book? You know, as you're writing a book, it transforms a lot <laughs> over over the years. But as I was beginning to write it, I was writing about my story and I was also throwing in like other ways and tips of feeling well. And I realized very quickly that I didn't want to do that. I didn't really want to put too much of that in the book. I wanted to put mindset around food, mindset around movement and mindset around body image because I realized I could give you every health tip. I can tell you all the drink more water. I can tell you a workout plan. I can tell you exactly how I lost the weight and how you can do it too. But it would be such a disservice if I didn't actually offer you what you really need, which is the relationship with yourself and with your body and with food and movement and all the things. And so, yeah, that's what turned, that's what became of your good body. (laughs) And so now it is a huge picture of my story. And it's a, you know, some guidance on changing your mindset around everything that concerns our bodies. Yes. And like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so many things. Yeah. Even when it comes to like motherhood, I, yeah. I, I yeah. go back to your book and think, okay, 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 okay. Like I got to like reorient and like, what am you know, what has been passed down to me regarding my body and food and health and nutrition? What has been passed down to me? What have I just picked up along the way, maybe? And what is it that obviously I'm thinking about and like saying, but then also what am I like showing, you know, modeling? What am I teaching my kids around these, this topic, you know, of their bodies, how I view my body, you know, it's like such a big deal and I, nobody wants to mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of us are trying to heal through a lot of that stuff while we're raising a child or children that we are like trying everything in us not to pass our body issues, body image issues Mm -hmm. to our children, but we're still in this journey ourselves. Like we haven't arrived yet. We still have days where we wrestle with how we see our bodies, how we live in our bodies, all of those things. And so if you are listening to this, seeing this right now, and you're thinking about this as a parent, as a mom, I do always try to say, please give yourself some grace. The best thing you can do is heal your own self. That's the best thing you can do, but that also takes a little bit of time. So give yourself the time and grace. And as you're learning, as you're healing, pass that along as well. But if you've you know, said some things, modeled some things, and you're like, oh, I can never undo that. Please know you're not alone. Yeah. Yep. And get the book. (laughs) Get it. (laughs) I have a question. As you were like talking about that, were you a Christian when you had like, when you felt you were just being looked at growing up and then, you know, as you got older, were you a Christian during that process? Like that, when did you become a Christian? When I was nine years old. So you so felt the answer is that yes. the yeah. whole time. That is, yeah. 
I don't know. I think we could like camp out on that. We could totally camp out on that. <laughs> we don't have to, but I just, yeah. how interesting is that? Yeah. It's really, it, it is interesting because I, I, I remember I would hear things like, you know, you're fearfully and wonderfully made and all of those things. And this is no criticism on anyone, but I had a hard time receiving that and fully understanding what God said about my body. And it's really interesting that over time, even in recent years, I actually realized like I kind of shut him out from that part of me, which was a huge part of me. And I did not do it intentionally, but I went through a lot of years where I felt like I was so disappointed in myself. I was so disappointed in my body. Like everyone was telling me, you know, it wasn't okay. It wasn't good. It wasn't good enough. Right. And so I really think, you know, I'm young. I'm, I'm trying to figure this thing out. I feel like I was shutting him off because I felt like he was likely just as disappointed in me as I was, but that wasn't the case. So now I'm like, I wish I would have known he didn't feel that way at all. You know, but what I can say is that when I look back at my entire body journey, even when I didn't fully understand what the Lord was, what his word said about my body and all of those things. And in fact, if you are wondering a little bit about that, I do have a devotional on the Version app called Body Image God's Way. You can go look at that to start to see some of these things that God says about our body specifically. But I think that I look back and I can see like how he he was still there through the journey. Like he doesn't push us around, but Ephesians chapter three, verse 21, I think it is tell says he, the way that he leads us and guides us is that he works deeply within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. So he's not like pushing mm-hmm. us around. So he didn't like push me into this, like, you know, be okay with your body, Jennifer. He didn't force that on me. But what he did do is he allowed me to walk through this long journey and he was with me every step of the way to the point where now I'm more free in my body journey than I was five, 10 years ago. And I will be even more free five, 10 years from now um, than I am right now. And so it's, it's definitely a journey. And if you just invite him in, the more you invite him in, he will transform all of that. Yeah. I've thought so many times since first going through your book that 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 con- that question comes back to me a lot. We've talked on our podcast about um, I-, I have an autoimmune. And so over my you know journey, I've been very hateful toward my body. I've used yeah. that sounds so sad to say out loud. And I don't even think I realized that till like a year ago or maybe yeah. two whenever your book came out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> whenever that was. How long has <laughs> it's been one year, just one over year. one year. I know it feels like longer. <laughs> yes, but you know, help me to understand really like how can I be gentle with my body? Yeah, and I remember yeah. thinking about that, like. You know, waking up for first for again for each of us this looks different. For, yeah. But for me, you know, daily it can look a little different. Like I, I might not have energy, and my my body, my levels might crash, and, and I'm fatigued or or whatever. And you ask the question like, what would be? And I, you probably say it better than me, but this is my memory. So, yeah. Like, yeah. what can? How can I be gentle? What does this? What does being gentle to my body look like today? Yeah. How can I honor my body today? Yeah. You know, how can I love my body? Today, yeah, and that might be you know, just getting out of bed. Yep, it might be getting going on a hike. Yeah. It might be making a glass of tea. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Like it could be like anything, yeah. but, but, but it's different. And it's like, it's such a different paradigm, like rather than like got to go and blah, 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 blah. And like, do, 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 and fight yeah. through, push through and yeah. don't do that. That's bad. Yeah. Only, only eat that. Don't eat that or whatever. Yeah. Just being hard on yourself mm-hmm. versus honoring your body and your story. Yes. Whether it's an autoimmune thing or something that someone did to you or, or said to you or whatever the story is that you've lived in your body, honoring that story and validating. And it's like, if I go to a counselor and I sit down in the office and I tell them of something really hard that just was like the most hard thing that I went through, she's not going to say like, well, that's dumb. Get over it. I'm not going to say that. She's going to validate what I went through and how that felt to me. And a lot of times if we will do that for ourselves, validate, you know, I remember at a a certain point I had to validate my story and say, you know, Jennifer, it was a lot to endure that, that level of bullying for that long. Like that was, that was trauma. That was a lot to walk through. And so just, but just validating it and saying, okay, yeah, that was a, really a lot to walk through. Or, or I remember telling myself like, you know, cause sometimes I would get angry at myself for like not being over it. Like, why do I, why would I still have a, a, a bad body image day at this point? Like I should be completely over it. And I just had to remind myself, well, you're rewriting a long story. You've walked through a lot and whatever your story is, there is just, I just, just hearing you talk, Amanda, just hearing your story, like what you just said about gentleness and honoring your body. That's just such a good example of the switch between like, Oh, like I'm so mad at my body and I'm going to just do it, whatever it takes versus how can I honor my body today? Yeah. And what way feels good to me today? Yeah. yeah. You know, someone, someone asked me recently, like, you know, how have you been or whatever? And Many of you know, last December, I had a mini stroke and mm-hmm. that whole, I think I, yeah, I must've read your good body like before. Cause what month did it come out? It came out in January. So that was, I oh. think that, that would have been right before the book came out, but, right? No, actually, I think I, I think Tyndale sent me an advanced reader copy. So I think I did have it. Wow. So, so you did have it. And so it was like, it was like, God just like laid that in like it was like that knew I needed it yeah because again here I am like in a position where my body is like not you know being what I wish it were or not right whatever and yeah you know whether it's like responding to a diet or it just doesn't look how we want or whatever yeah yeah just awful fatigue and like my levels were off and again I mean I had been going through all this testing and all that and it, yeah. And uh, my counselor said, Amanda, your, your personality, your body does not match your personality. And that's really hard for you. Yeah. yeah. I want to like hang with all the people and like do all the things. And some days I can, but many days yeah. I can't. But again, back to what you just said, it's like yeah. that process when they ask, what, what, how are you doing? And like, what did, what did the Lord do, you know, this last year for you? And I was, I have told people, many people when they ask anybody, I say, you know, it's really been this last year has been really like a journey of me learning how to honor mm. my body. Yeah. And I'm still learning how to do that. Yep. And so I think it's a beautiful thing. And that's, I know, your your hope and your heart and why you 
put all the hard work into writing your good body, but yeah, it's just, it is, a, it is such a, is such a shift. Yeah. So, it's a, it's a shift. And it's, it's also a shift of pushing against what like society and the culture around us really pushes. So it's a shift on a lot of levels. Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, it's no, <clears throat> if you're married, it's our, I mean, our bodies are tied to intimacy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know a wife who would say, yeah, no, I've never had a body image issue when it comes right. to like being open and vulnerable and naked. And, you know, yeah. like, so I guess like, let's talk about that. Yeah. How, do you, how has that shifted for you? Like think back, you know, 10 years. Yeah. And then like now, how, yeah. how can we as wives begin? Cause you say this quote. Yeah. Oh gosh, let's hear it. <laughs> I have, I probably haven't heard this in a long time. So I'm like, okay, what's she going to say? <laughs> okay. Reducing sex to being good only if your body looks a certain way. Yeah. Is stripping away the depth of intimacy you could be experiencing with the one you love. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't know that anyone has ever said that to us in yeah. the community. I mean, because that again goes against everything we are, we we think. Like we, yeah. you know, we're if we're not happy with our bodies, intimacy, physical intimacy is hard. Yeah. It can be hard. It can be hard. We don't have this mentality. So let's yeah. talk about that. Like how, yeah. what does that look like? How can we grow in, in, you know, in this area? I think, you know, Amanda, I think there's a, there are a lot of layers to this topic. And I think that everyone's experience is so different because everyone has such a different backstory. Everyone's relationship is different. Like mine and Phil's relationship is different than the next person's and the next person's. And so the years that you've been together is different. So I just, I think there's, a, there are a lot of layers that yeah. we could unpack and a lot of directions we could go. Yeah. I think that one of the things that I, that helped me along the way, my husband has been the type of husband who has assured me that I am beautiful and sexy and amazing all along the way. So I, I, I would be lying if I said he was like some, you know, person who made me feel pressure to look a certain way or anything. And he to be, you know, credit where credit is due. He has been with me. I mean, we've been together for, we've been together for married for 12 years. And so we've, He's seen me at all different sizes. He's been intimate with me at all different sizes. Like he's, he's, he's ridden the roller coaster with me in all of the different sizes. If we want to just put it that way, since this is our topic. And so he has, he's extended that to me for a long time. What I feel to be one of the keys in that intimacy on my end is learning to trust that he's being like authentic and and learning to believe him, mm. you know, I know I have, a, I have, I hear a lot of people talk about how their husband, like a lot of times people will say, well, Jennifer, oh, I just want to like lose weight or I want to you know, do this or whatever body, body wise. And they're like, well, my husband is so great. He loves me at any size. And he, he, I mean, he just assures me that I'm sexy and beautiful the way I am, but I just, I mean, I just don't know. And it's like, I hear that so often. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we think, okay, our husbands, you know, sure. They love us. 
you know, no matter what we look like, but do we ever dare to believe that they love us like as we look like not like, like not in spite of how we look, but like they legitimately look at us and say, you are so sexy or no, I think you're beautiful or you look great. Or, or they, you know, gesture at us in a certain intimate way. And we believe that they're, we believe their attraction to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of times we, we might hear it and then we like, we're like, but no, or whatever. Or like we, we don't believe it for very long or whatever. And so I just think that's one of the things for me that has been a journey is yeah. just, it's like, he's assured me all along the way, but have I like received, like, you know, have I been receptive in my heart and in my mind? So I just think as far as like, thinking about how our, our husbands see us. I think we, we think a lot about if they're attracted to us and if they still find us beautiful or if they find us sexy, we think about that. A lot of us do, we think about that. And so I just think in, from that first initial aspect, I, that's one thing I would say mm-hmm. is maybe, just maybe he doesn't just love you no matter what you look like, but like he really loves how you look right now. Like maybe really, truly with your love handles, like Phil, Phil will just come up and like grab my love handles. I'm okay with that. I'm like, go ahead and grab them. Cause I'm okay with them. But that's another shift is, is like when you learn to, when you journey on to this place where you do feel comfortable, more comfortable in your body and you're choosing to believe the best in your, in your body and, and all of those things, there's a certain confidence that that comes with that. And you can, you can, you can tap into that confidence in your intimate moments with your spouse. And I just think that that is like one of the most awesome things, because if you can, if you can loosen your grip a little and allow yourself to just like be in your body and Mm -hmm. tap into that confidence and trust that like your husband is attracted to you and he wants to be, you know, intimate with you, there's just a lot that can shift there. So I don't know what direction we want to go. And I feel like we could go any, any, any other, there's like so many other things we could venture into it. I want to make sure we're going where you want us to go. Oh, we can go wherever. (laughs) (laughs) But I also want to say, if you are married to someone who is not a Phil, who is not kind and who does not love you and whatever, whatever, whatever your body looks like, if it's not loving toward you, go to a counselor. Yeah. Like, like tonight, call and leave a, leave a message for a counselor, please. That's not healthy and not loving. And so like, don't navigate that alone. And that's not okay that you may, you know, so just don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. 100%. I'm so glad you said that. That's really important. Yeah. And I love how you said it it is. It's just like, am I going to believe him? Yeah. And then let myself enjoy, like, let myself, let my guard down, loosen the grip. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting older, right? We're all, yeah. yeah. I'm almost 40. Yeah. And um, the older I get, I know some of you might be like, oh my land. But <laughs> I do feel like the more able I'm able to allow myself to kind of bear myself. Yeah, totally the more our connection does grow. Yeah. hundred percent. And that is scary. Mm-hmm. And yet, like, I know we want that. Yeah. You know, and I do think that, I don't know what your thoughts are on this. Or yeah. I, I, you finish your, finish your thought and then I'll, 
<laughs> I was just going to say like that work, that, that yeah. shift, that mindset doesn't start in the bedroom. Yeah. It starts in literally like every day, like starting to change what we're thinking about yeah. ourselves. And, and so we can't just like listen to this and then like go into the bedroom and be like, all right, just, just, just try harder. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. No, like, yeah. no, it actually like yep. is a whole new way of yeah. thinking. And yeah. And it's, we're talking about sex and intimacy and, it really is like one of the most intimate things you can do. And that's why it feels vulnerable to open up like that. But that vulnerability and that opening up yourself to your husband, to your spouse, like it's so good and it's so important. And it's, it can even just be so like healing of a lot of, a lot of areas. And I I agree with what you said about the work to be done outside of the bedroom, just in our mindset and in our, in our feeling of feeling connected with our spouse. And that's another thing I would say is like, I I am a person who is very, (laughs) I am very attuned with connection with everybody. Like I, if I feel like the connection is like dimming at all, I can feel it, you know, and I'm that very much that way with Phil. It's probably annoying how (laughs) much I am, but if I like if I feel that I am very like, okay, we're not, we're not fully connected. Like, like, let's do what we have to, let's get connected. And I don't mean let's go have sex. I mean, we could do that, but I mean, just the feeling of connection, like mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, like, like give me a real glimpse into like where you're at. How are you doing? Yeah. Like what's going on? What's important to you? What's on your mind? What's on your heart? something that you're thinking like like let's get real connected just as people as husband and wife as friends like let's get really really connected and that really does trickle over to I feel like then when we go to the bedroom it's like the intimacy level is like way higher you know and it's not just like we're having sex because it's important to do that ever so often, like every, every, whatever, like, it's really important to maintain that. It's not so much that, I mean, there are times where we're like, okay, how, how long is, okay, let's make sure we go do that. <laughs> you know, there are times that get busy. I mean, we have two small children and like, you know, being mm-hmm. real, but that connection is like, is super important. And it works wonders for the intimacy level when you then are in the bedroom. And again, yeah. like all of this, all of this, I'm probably saying it very scattered, <laughs> but yeah. I think it all goes together. I think the connection matters, how we feel about our bodies matters, you know, being open and vulnerable. It all is kind of like this, I don't know, sp- bowl of spaghetti, <laughs> you know, that's really important. It is. It is. And I was going to say that if you, because I, I meet a lot of wives who are just so brave and share with me that. We have not been intimate for so long, Amanda. We're intimate once a year. You know, those comments are so common. Like we, there's no physical intimacy whatsoever. Like maybe yeah. a hug here and there. Yeah. Um, but nothing else outside of that. And so if yeah. that is you and you're like, I don't even know where to start. And yeah. I, this idea sounds so great, but like, I don't even know what to do with that. Start with Jennifer's book mm-hmm. and then go get the Good Girl's Guide to Great Sex and the Good Guy's Guide to Great Sex by Sheila Ray Gregoire and her husband because they really literally like for, oh my gosh, my mind was so blown when reading those books, but help mm. 
husband like take baby steps toward like it's like a brand new intimacy for real so like wow. just get those two books and but first read jennifer's book so because it, again it's like okay this is we're gonna kind of almost like a new territory when you, yeah you know like i feel like it's almost like a before and after for you and even mm-hmm. for me learning to honor my body yeah uh, it's like a, a when it comes to intimacy in marriage in relation to our bodies as well, it, we can have that same story where it was like, before I knew these things, before I actually honored my body, this is what sex and marriage was like. Yeah. As I'm learning, it's completely changed, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And again, if you're watching this, you have no idea. This, here's the deal. Here's the deal. You have no idea who in your life is struggling in this area. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to come out and like, how are you doing? You know, you see yeah. them on the area, you chat once in a while via text or whatever. They're not going to like, how are you doing? You know, I'm really struggling. My husband and I just aren't having sex really often. He, or he, you know, he wants to, I want to, the other one doesn't or whatever. We're not like, I'm just really struggling with my body. Yeah. I feel like many times I have hatred comments toward my body. I don't know. Yeah. Body shaming, but yeah. I don't know. How are you? Like, no, no. Yeah. Nobody's going to come out and share that. Yeah. Yeah. Two of the most intimate things in the world. Yeah. Our sexual intimacy with our spouse and our intimacy, our relationship with our own bodies. Yeah. And they're so closely connected that, again, this matters. It matters for our kids too. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And Blavin. No, I, I love everything that you're saying. I think, you know, it's if you're not sure like where to start and you're like, I don't know, it's this or that or whatever. I mean, I think just making just, I think just looking at that, does that make sense? Like if you're like, wow, we haven't, we are like not intimate. We haven't been intimate in a year or it's been a really long time or whatever. You know, I think sometimes it's, it's, that's like a good starting point almost because it's, I think it's, it's easy to just like let life sweep us away. And before we know it, it's like, well, wait, it's been a whole entire year, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that can be like overwhelming. Like, wow, this is, it's, what do I even do now at this point? But I, I just think seeing that and then drawing your attention to that, it's kind of like with anything. Like if you notice just being out of balance in any area of your life, then putting some focus on that. But I, I think I would see like, what is it that's more, that's, that's special and important to you? Like, what is it that makes you feel really loved? Like, it's not just like, oh, we haven't had sex in so long. Like, we need to do that soon. Maybe look depthier than that and see like how, like, how loved are you feeling? How loved is your husband feeling? Or like, or are you, you know, you're missing quality time together. Like you really are missing that. That's the piece that's really missing. Or, or maybe it's like, Oh, I don't know. He used to like put his hand on my back all the time when he walked by, but it's like, he hasn't done that in so long. Like maybe that's like the thing. So I would, I don't know. I would just look a little bit deeper. I'm always like that. I feel like I say that about everything. Like those who know me, I'm like, we've got to go beyond the surface level. <laughs> and I'm here. I am saying it again, but like really taking it deeper than just, it's not just sex. And Oh, have we had it enough times yeah. this, this week or year or month or whatever it is for you? Like, it's a lot depthier than that. And, you know, in our relationships, it's like, I kind of feel like we get one life to live, you know, like one life <laughs> and whether you've been married before or whatever, like the person that you're with, like the goal is to be with that person the rest of your life. Right. And so for me, 
part of that mindset for me, and this is just for me, is, okay, I've committed the rest of my life to fill. And so (laughs) to honor that journey, I want to put into that, like, I don't want to just let that go. And it's like, oh, whatever. It's just, we don't really, you know, we never, ever really connect anymore. We don't make each other laugh. Like we used to, and then just leave it. If I notice things like that, I want to be like, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. The rest of our days on earth, (laughs) unless one of us goes early, which please God, no, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. like honoring that journey, like almost as a gift to yourself and to your spouse, but like to yourself to say, look, I've committed to this one person, you know, forever. And so I really want to make this count and I want to, you know, do my part. And so I don't really know who that's for, or who needs that, because I know, like, I know in relationships, there are so many dynamics and you might be saying like, well, that's wonderful, but I can't get my husband to open up or like, I just can't get him to talk. And again, I would go back to, if there are areas that feel just insurmountable, like you've already tried all the things and you're so frustrated and you're just like, I can't even counseling, like yeah. go to counseling, go, you know, go allow someone to guide you through those things because it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to, to walk through. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And go read The Great Sex Rescue, which like is so helpful as well. Yeah. Oh, my land. The, the, the negative, potential negative beliefs and messages that we have been believing as Christian women um, possibly has also been hurting your yeah. sex life and marriage. Yeah. Yeah. That as well. Um, wow. Also, the Ray Gregoire. So good. Yeah. But yes. So here's the deal. How about, I know everything again is in the book. Mm-hmm. For those of us watching tonight, can you leave us with a few things that might help us move from maybe where we were before we hopped on live here into like where, where we can begin again, that journey. Like how can we get moving on this journey of like really honoring our bodies and seeing our bodies as good? Yeah, I think the 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 number one thing to know is that it is a journey and that it is not only worth it, but really important to mm-hmm. tend to your relationship with yourself, whether it's your body or whether you just have like circling thoughts that are negative about yourself, like it really does matter. And that's really not God's best for us. And that's why he wants to transform our heart and our mind through the power of his Holy Spirit over time, because it matters what's going on in our mind and heart. The Bible says he wants us to be whole body, soul, spirit. It all matters to God. He wants us completely whole in every way. And so of course, until we get to heaven, there are going to be things that we <laughs> that we have to deal with in our body, soul, and spirit, right? But he wants us whole. And and the more that we the more that we just lean into him and his spirit and his word and his guidance, the more he's able to transform us from the in, on the inside. And that's what really, really matters. And I think just knowing that I my big thing to tell you is that your relationship with yourself and with your body matters. And it is a journey to get to the place where you feel at peace with living in your own body, mm-hmm. at peace in your own body, this body that woke you up this morning, these, these legs that carry you around every single day, like being at peace in that 
and not being filled with shame and anxiety over that. It's important. It matters. It is worth taking the time and attention to that. And the only reason I sit here and I'm so passionate about it is because you have no idea how I have struggled in this area. You know, like I, I still have my days. A few weeks ago, I found myself just crying on, on the bathroom floor and on vacation with my two really good friends because I just had this moment. My body wasn't cooperating. I was having issues that I just couldn't figure out and I just didn't feel good. And I'm like, oh, and even just body image, things came up for me that I haven't felt in a really long time. And I'm like, what is going on? And now I look back and I had a lot of hormones and stuff like that. But those, those moments, those big feelings and those big insurmountable moments, I've had them too. Mm -hmm. And I, and I have them sometimes. And so that's why I show up saying this so passionately is like, I just want you to know, like, you're not alone. You're not alone in it. And it is worth journeying. And I love Elisa Keaton says this, and I quote her on it all the time. She says, freedom comes little by little, Hmm. but little by little is sustainable. Hmm. So in your body image journey, if we're starting with how we live in our body, how we feel in our body, even though we're here, we're talking about intimacy with our husbands and all these things, the freedom comes little by little, but little by little is sustainable. So we're just, we're just taking one step. So like tomorrow morning, when you wake up noticing without judgment, what is that first thought? Like, what is that first thought that, that mm, wasn't necessarily honoring your body, honoring the body that God has you living in. Right. And so noticing that, you know, noticing the next one. Okay. And then getting curious, where are these coming from? Okay. How can I honor my body differently with this thought? How can I catch that thought and replace it with something that aligns with the word of God about my body? So it's these little by little things that will walk us toward being feeling free in our body. Talk about intimacy, you know, feeling free in our bodies and realizing that the intimacy isn't just about every single thing being in perfect place and not having a drop of cellulite, (laughs) you know, like that's not intimacy with our husband. Like it's the relationship we have with our bodies. It's that connectedness we have with our spouse. It's these, all these things that are, you know, little by little, little by little, but little by little is sustainable. So yeah. I just say, take that, take the little step, whatever the little step is for you. Yeah. And those little steps, legit ladies are in the book. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of every chapter, there is a section called flip the script. Yeah. So it takes a common things, a common thing on whatever the topic is, whether it's intimacy, whether it's movement, whatever it is, a common negative thought. I list that. And then I give you a flip the script thought so that when you have you know, it's an example of when you have this negative thought, the Bible says we can take every thought captive. So we catch it. We can't stop it from popping into our head, right? It's going to pop in, but we can catch it and flip it and align it with something that is more productive and more kind and honoring to ourselves. Yes. You know, I say to women frequently here that you know, sometimes I don't feel, because I'm like going to connect this, but sometimes I feel like I don't feel like respecting my husband. Yeah. But above and beyond that, I want to honor the Lord. Yeah. So therefore, because I want to honor him, I am, I want to be respectful toward my husband. And it's the yeah. same I feel like with my body. When you, last time we talked, I felt like 
yes, I, I ask myself, how can I honor my body? But really, I'm asking and I'm thinking, God, like, you are good. You make good things. How can I honor you? Because yeah. you made this body. Like, yeah. it's not necessarily, I want to honor my body because it's my body. It's like, God, it's this, it's Amanda's body. No, like, right. I want to honor the Lord and the yeah. Lord gave me this body. So therefore I want to honor the bot, this body. And that boils down to what I, what I, man, how can I be kind and honor this body and what I'm about to make for lunch? Yeah. Like yeah. all these things, it kind of like frames it all differently. For yeah. Us. Yeah. And I don't know when you were thinking, I, I, or when you were talking, I thought of that and it's just so much more beautiful. It is. It is. And honestly, I'm telling you, like, I I swear over the last one year, now my book came out a year ago, so I already like was, you know, in this full swing. But even over the last one full year since my book came out into the world, I have just, it's like the Lord was taking me to so many things in his word to show me like, here's what I really think. Like you're, you know, a lot of the time we're looking at, we just have these beliefs from our experiences and from the world around us, but God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our ways. And so it's really incredible when you start to see what the word of God says, it's like, he cares about our bodies because we live in them and he gave us these bodies and he called them good in Genesis. Mm -hmm. And so he cares about our bodies but he more so care. He, he doesn't care about them for the same reasons the world cares about them. So yeah. we might hear like, okay, he cares about my body. So, okay, okay. I have to lose this weight. Oh, I have to, you know, all these things. I have to eat a salad every single day for lunch. Like if you look at the word of God, that's not what he says when he's talking about how he cares about our bodies, but like he wants us to be whole, but it's, he wants us to be whole so that we can go out and live the life that he's called us to live and share the good news of the of Jesus Christ, you know? Yeah. And so, but he cares about our bodies, not for the same reasons that we think that he does a lot of times, but he also he cares more so about what's happening on the inside. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like, I think, I feel like for years, I'm going to say this and I know someone listening is going to be like, oh my gosh, that's what I've done. Maybe not everyone. For years. Mm-hmm. I prayed for God to change different things about my body for years, years, years. And you might look at my story and be like, well, look at the big transformation. You got to go read the book so you can understand more about what I'm saying right now. But it it didn't just happen for me like that. Like it's, and it still doesn't, it still doesn't. So like, it's just, my point is that he cares so much more about them. Are what's happening in our mind? What's happening happening in our heart? How are we honoring him? And what's taking priority? And like, if I am constantly thinking about my body, I don't even have the headspace to meditate on the word of God yeah. and to go out and be a blessing to those around me. And so it's it's really those are the things that he cares about. He wants me to fill with fill my head and heart with those things. So yeah. anyway, my whole point before I got in this massive <laughs> rabbit trail was that the word of God is full about full of things about how we can learn this right relationship with our body and keep it keeping it in right perspective with our heart and our our mind our, our spirit soul and body. Yes. All all of those matter to God, but in yes. but for different reasons than we sometimes assume. And ladies, if you're listening, I want to like, we want to encourage you to fight for the freedom. 
Yeah. Wait for it. Yes. Because it is yours. It yeah. can be yours. But yeah. like, again, I don't, I didn't even know what I was telling myself. I didn't know the self-hate that I was so mad at my body for not being different. Yeah. Again, it, for each of us, I think this looks different, but yeah. I do think too, like you said earlier, the world we're living in only is making that worse to yeah. where we've got to refuse to play part in what we see around us and what the world is telling us, what the culture is telling us that should matter to us and matters of the world, right? We've got to fight for the freedom because literally Galatians 5.1 says it is for freedom. Yeah. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. It's for freedom yeah. that he came. It's for freedom that he died. It's for freedom that he rose. Like, yeah. it is possible. It is available. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not going to happen unless we actually put feet to this energy toward something that we're going to say, no, I'm not, I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to live not honoring yeah. God with this. It's a stewardship issue, I think. Like, I, he gave us, he gives us everything. So yeah. how are we managing that? Am I yeah. stewarding this well? Yeah. Not in my mind, not in when I, whatever, like, no. Yeah. So, to fight for, you know, I want something different and like to start that journey. Like we're just cheering you on. Big time. Again, just for a year ago is when your book helped me to whoa, even become aware of the fact that that's what I was saying to myself, to my yeah. own. Yeah. Oh man, the frustration, yeah. the tears, the, the, the anger I had toward my body. And I think toward God Yeah. Um, because of it. And I didn't even realize that again, like so grateful for that. And I'm yeah. still of learning how to honor my body, um, the body that God gave me. But anyway, yeah. Thank you, Jennifer. Yeah. Happy after this time together. Anything else, Jennifer? I, I would love for you to pray to over the women, but anything we didn't touch on that you want to say or anything? I, I, the only thing I want to say is that when it comes to all this that we've been talking about with our bodies, you know, there's a verse in the Bible, and I wish I could remember the reference right now, but it talks about not becoming so well adjusted to the culture around you that you follow it without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I've read that verse many times. And you know what? I will put it in my stories after this. I will look it up and I'll go put it in my Instagram stories. Jennifer Taylor Wagner. And when you think about that verse, though, when I see that verse now on this on this specific topic, I, I think about the, the cultural norms with our bodies. And so we were just, you were just talking about fighting for freedom and that freedom really matters. And so what I would say to that is to remember that being free in our bodies probably is going to, it's, it's going to be a matter of doing something different than we've always done. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something different than culture just throws in our faces about, you know, dieting and move more, eat less constantly, like all these messages that we get. It's, it's different than the culture of the world around us. And so I just wanted to say to, to dig in and look deeper than that. And please know that there is another way to live in your body, to be free in your body, and even to steward your body that actually isn't the same as the cultural norms. And so we don't want to fit in so easily to the cultural norms about our bodies or about anything. But if bodies are what, what's consuming us, we don't want to fit in like that. We want to look at how what God says about that. And it's very different than the way that the world views that. So I just wanted to put that out there. 
that's the only last thing I wanted to say. And then, yes, would you like me to go ahead and pray? Please do. Please do. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for who you are. Thank you for this time together. God, thank you that you give us your word that is alive and that is sharper than a two-edged sword. God, that you can just meet us exactly where we are. And I pray that's exactly what you would do with anyone at the sound of our voices at any moment in time, listening to this, watching this, Lord, the woman who is just hearing this and resonating, I pray that you would touch her, give her wisdom, give her direction, help her to know just the next step. Lord, I declare freedom over every single person who is listening to this right now. I just declare freedom in our bodies and that we would be able to see and imagine and think and hope for this freedom that you have designed just for us as we make our way through life in these bodies. Lord, help us with our relationship with our bodies. Help us to know the perspective. Help us to know how to rewrite the narrative in our mind and heart. Help us through your Holy Spirit to be able to do that. Help us to notice the negative thoughts. Help us to know what to swap them out with when when we need to do that. Lord, I just thank you so much for all that you're doing. And I thank you so much for the freedom that is in store for every single person that is walking toward freedom through your word, through your spirit, hand in hand with you. God, we love you. We worship you. We honor you above everything else. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Oh, thank you, Jennifer, so much. Thank you so much. Ladies, JenniferTaylorWagner.com. Again, Instagram, JenniferTaylorWagner. Yes. Again, her podcast, Your Good Body. Yeah. Ladies, go get the book. Get it for your friends. Do a study. Like, have them come over, meet at Starbucks, whatever. Seriously. Or just start a text group and go through it together. Like, don't. Yeah. just take a small step what's that quote again oh alisa keaton she said it when she came on my podcast (laughs) i don't know if she says it somewhere else she (laughs) said freedom comes little by little but little by little is sustainable Mm -hmm. there you go there you go so this might be your first step go get it for your people uh, and yes. you, we, we love you. Thank you for being with us, everyone. Um, we'll be back here next Sunday for another episode of Together with a Wife Like Me. We love you all. And Jennifer, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a, a great time. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.